بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان الاصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my respected brothers and sisters and elders his name was ahmed which means the one who constantly thanks and glorifies allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so we as his ummah must be distinguished as people who constantly glorify and thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His coming was prophesied by one of the greatest of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala's messengers Isa alayhi salam which Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala informed us about where Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim وَإِذْ قَالَ عِيسَى ابْنُ مَرْيَمَ يَا بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ مُصَدِّقًا مُصَدِّقًا لِّمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيَّ مِنَ التَّوْرَاةِ وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولٍ يَأْتِي مِن بَعْدِي اسْمُهُ أَحْمَدُ فَلَمَّا جَاءَهُم بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ قَالُوا هَذَا سِحْرٌ مُّبِينٌ And remember when Isa the son of Maryam alayhi salam said oh children of Israel I am the messenger of Allah unto you confirming the Torah which came before me and giving you the glad tidings of a messenger to come after me whose name will be Ahmad but when he Ahmad came to them with clear proofs and evidence they said this is plain magic when eventually he graced this planet when his rab his creator sent him he was named muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam which means the praised one his name at the time of his own creation long before he came onto the earth was ahmad the one who praises allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thanks allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
And when he came into this world, his name was Muhammad, the one who is praised. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the meaning of the hadith, he said, I was the first of the Anbiya to be created. First of the prophets and messengers. And I was the last one to be sent. And about this, his Rab Jalla Jalaluhu, about him being the praised one, his Rab Jalla Jalaluhu said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends his salat, his blessings on the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and also his angels, they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless and forgive him. O you who believe, send your salat on him, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ask Allah to bless him and you should greet him in the Islamic way of greeting. Assalamu alaikum. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad. Kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. We bear witness that he is the last and final of the prophets and messengers, Anbiya wa Rusul, after whom there is no other. And that we, his ummah, are the last of the ummah. He, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called his ni'mah and declared, لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَسَ فِيهِمْ رَثُولًا مِّنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِن كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُوا لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ Allah said indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala conferred a great favor on the believers. His ni'mah on the believers. When he sent among them a messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from among themselves reciting unto them his ayat and purifying them taskiyatun nafs wa tarbiyatul akhlaq internal and external purification and instructing them in the book the quran al karim and al hikmah which is the sunnah the way of applying that quran in our lives while before that they had been in manifest error more about this later on, inshallah, in the khutbahs to come. But I just want to make these, put these points as markers for you. My brothers and sisters, as we know in Islam, there are two kinds of rights. The rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on us, which we call huququllah. And the rights of the people or all creatures which have on us, which are on us, we call these huququlibad. The right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that he should be worshipped without ascribing partners to him and that he should be obeyed in everything. The rights of the people are more complex as everyone we interact with has in any aspect of our lives has a different kind of right on us. 
without listing them the rights of parents are different from those of our children different from those of employees employers spouses governments customers co-citizens all have different rights on us rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may forgive transgressions against his rights but he will not forgive transgressions against the rights of the people until those people forgive them first out of all the huququl ibad the rights of the ibad the rights of the people and creatures the first and foremost is the right that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has on us these rights are incumbent upon every adult muslim man and woman and are rights about which we will be held accountable by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is why it is essential that we understand what these rights are that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has on us and we strive to do our utmost to ensure that we fulfill them the series of lectures inshallah is with the intention of reminding us about what we owe to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so that we can meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a state where we tried our best to fulfill the rights of the one to whom we owe islam and whose intercession we hope for when we meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is my hope that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with us all and enable us to fulfill the rights of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and will forgive us for any shortcomings and that he decrees that we meet rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the day of judgment and receive the water of al-kawthar from his blessed hand and follow him across the sirat into jannatul firdaus inshallah ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his acceptance and you for your dua my brothers and sisters 1456 years ago a window opened in the heavens and god spoke to man allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent jibril alayhi salam with his message who recited it to muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam he sallallahu alayhi wasallam recited it to us and we believed it because we believed him it was the spoken word that came it was heard remembered and conveyed by the one who was known as as-sadiqul amin the truthful and the trustworthy later it was recorded verified with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself and became the kitab of allah which we read we believed it to be the word the speech of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to us but because muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said so we believed in muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam first then we believed what muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us the foundation of islam is the truthfulness of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam everything in islam every single thing is constructed on this foundation that is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deliberately gave the orders for his worship the five things that we know as the arkan the pillars of islam he gave us the orders the instruction for them but he left it to his messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam to teach us how to perform them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa may yabtaghi ghayra al-islam dinan falan yuqbala minhu 
and become successful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam not only the teacher of the way to enter Islam but he made him the door through which one enters this religion belief in Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as the final messenger is intrinsic to Islam without believing in Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam you cannot be a muslim it is as simple as that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to pray. Allah said, Innani ana Allahu la ilaha illa ana fa'abudni wa aqimi salata li zikri. Verily I am Allah, la ilaha illa ana. None has the right to be worshipped but I. So worship me and establish as-salah, iqamati salah for my remembrance. And he, Jalla Shanuhu, left it to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to teach us how to do that so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught it taught salah to his sahaba and then he said sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli he said pray as you have seen me pray so we pray as rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught us to pray allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to fast in ramadan and he said ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykumus siyamu kama kutiba alalladhina min qablikum kutiba alalladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun oh you believe a saum fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you so that you may become almuttaqun we have less than 1 month to Ramadan al-Kareem we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us Ramadan al-Kareem in perfect health and with enough time and tawfiq to do our best to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to fast and he left it to Rasulullah sallallahu to explain what fasting is and all its masail all the principles and rules without learning and understanding which it is impossible to fast allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us to pay zakat and give qard hasana to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he said wa aqimu salata wa atu zakata wa aqridu allah qardan hasana he said and establish salah and give zakat and lend to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a goodly loan and he left to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to explain to us what zakat is liable on how much and to whom it can be paid he jalla jalaluhu left it to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to explain all the details of zakat and qard hasana finally the last pillar of islam about hajj allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered us and said walillahi ala an-nasi hajjul bayti man istata'a ilayhi sabila wa man kafara Allah said, and Hajj to the house of Allah, the Kaaba, 
is a duty that mankind owes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who can afford the expenses must make this pilgrimage. And whoever disbelieves, does not do hajj, denies it, is a disbeliever in Allah. Then Allah does not stand in need of any of the alameen, of anything in creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this hukam and he left it to Rasulullah to teach us what constitutes hajj. Rasulullah said, Khudu anni manasikakum. He said, take from me the stages, the manasik of hajj. Rasulullah taught us the arkan, the pillars of hajj to the extent that though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, and hajj to the house is a duty that mankind owes to Allah, it was Rasulullah who told us that standing in Arafah is hajj. That is the single definer of whether you have done hajj or not. Standing within the boundary of Arafah. If someone stands next to the Kaaba and says, I am doing Hajj, that is not Hajj. I am giving you examples of the Arkan, the pillars of Islam, because these are the head of the matter. These are the pillars on which our religion stands. It is therefore through these pillars themselves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala established the importance of Rasulullah sallallahu as the one we must follow without which it would be impossible to enter Islam or to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the crucial, critical, central, seminal, fundamental and essential to Islam. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'ilil muslimin fa astaghfiruh innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Muhammadun Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Tasliman kathiran kathira My brothers and sisters I remind myself and you That Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Is not one among other important principles or things with regard to Islam. He, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is the one without whom nothing else is possible. And that is why Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala preserved his life and his ways and his words and created an entire generation of men and women who lived with him, observed him closely and recorded everything he said or did. They did it because they loved him more than anyone and anything else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is their witness. And he said, Allah said the Prophet is closer to the believers than their own selves. And about Rasulullah sallallahu love for his companions. And through that wasila for all of us, the reciprocal love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِدْتُمْ حَرِيسٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَعُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ Allah said, Verily there has come unto you a messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from amongst yourselves, which also means you know him well. It grieves him that you should receive any injury or difficulty. 
He, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is anxious over you. For you to be rightly guided and for you to be in a good situation in this life. For the believers, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is compassionate, kind and merciful. My brothers and sisters, the time has come to make a choice. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us to a sirat al-mustaqeem in every rakah of every salah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took an oath by the Quran and declared in Surah Yaseen that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is a Rasul and is on the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Allah said Yaseen wal Quran al-Hakim by the Quran al-Hakim innaka lamin al-Mursaleen ala Sirat al-Mustaqim. So when we ask for guidance to Sirat al-Mustaqim, we are asking for guidance to the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Please give this some thought, especially when you feel compelled to choose between the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallam and any other way. We cannot live on the fence. We cannot cross a river with one foot in each boat on two boats. We must make a choice. Allah Akbar Rahmatullah said this very beautifully. He said, Ishq qatil se bhi maqtool se hamdardi bhi. Ishq qatil se bhi maqtool se hamdardi bhi. Ye bata kis se mohabbat ki jaza mangega. Sajda khaliq ko bhi iblis se yarana bhi. Hashar me kis se akhidat ka sila mangega. He said, which means love for the murderer and compassion for the victim also. Tell me, who will you take the reward of love from? Sajda to Allah and also friendship with Iblis in Hashar. From whom will you seek the reward for your dedication? I quote this because this seems to be our situation today. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from ourselves because we are the biggest enemies of ourselves. We want to run with the hare and hunt with the hounds. We want to live in two mutually exclusive worlds at the same time. We want to travel in two opposite directions simultaneously. This is not possible. This is not possible. A choice must be made. The most worrisome development of our times of increasing ignorance and arrogance is the decreasing importance that is given to the sunnah of Rasulullah People who have not had the benefit of Islamic tarbiyah where they would first have been connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger and then they would have been taught the rest of the deen as Rasulullah used to do. Today people have access to the internet and they ask questions about the application of the law without understanding the spirit of the law. They ask about punishments, is it a big or small, without realizing who they are disobeying. They are more focused on whether the magnitude of the disobedience is small or big. 
without thinking and reflecting on the majesty and magnificence of the one they are disobeying. The unspoken implication is that if the disobedience is small as defined in fiqh, in terms of the punishment associated with it, then it's okay, it can be done. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. It is in this spirit of disobedience that they seek to ignore the sunnah and treat it with unimportance bordering on disdain. Because they say after all it is not fard. How many times have we heard this? When somebody mentions the sunnah, people say oh after all it is not fard. I am reminded of the statement of one of the great shuyukh and ulama of this ummah. Hadd Maulana Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib Rahmatullah who said to somebody who made that statement about a sunnah of Rasulullah Sallam, somebody said to Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib, he mentioned a sunnah and he said, Hazrat, that is not a sunnah. Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib Rahmatullah said to him, your story is true, but your story is kufr. The man said to him, he said to him, oh, this is only a sunnah. And Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib Rahmatullah said to him, your statement is correct. It is a sunnah, but your tone is kufr. I cannot possibly overemphasize the importance of following the sunnah because this entire deen is based on it. If we ignore the sunnah, we will have nothing left of Islam. Islam is the name of the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which is called a sunnah. It is to correct our concepts about the importance of the sunnah. And the rights of Rasulullah which he has on us, which we are duty bound to fulfill that I believe it is necessary for us to understand who Rasulullah is and what our duty be to him means. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy and guidance and to grant us the barakah of the sunnah in our lives. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to count us among the ummah of Muhammad who accepted his message. And who tried their best to obey it and live their lives according to it. I remind myself and you that every human being on the face of the planet is, a, is an ummati of Muhammad sallallahu Whether he accepts him or not, he is an ummati. But the ummatis who will follow him into Jannatul Firdaus are only the ones who followed him in this life. Not the ones who denied him. Not the ones who tried to do selective obedience because selective obedience is disobedience. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our hearts with love for Muhammad or Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to illuminate your, your lives with the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the barakah of being the ummati of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunana min al-khasirin. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fi l-akhirati hasanatan wa qina azab al-nar. Ya ibadullah. رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عضو يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون